This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we are back and we are live on Pulse 95 Radio with your boy Omar Duri on the Halftime Show. Thank you very much for tuning in and massive respect and shout out to everyone who is locked in with me for the hour. Let's try and make it worth your while. So talking about making it worth your while, um, we hear a lot about the latest technology when it comes down to health and fitness. But how important is music in setting the mood for your goals? From cardio to weight, we all have our preferences But what do you do to tailor your playlist based on the way you train? Think about that. It's very, very interesting. You get some people, I was speaking to Hany on Omnia right now on Future Talk. You get some people that normally get riled up by certain types of music on certain types of day. Whether you have leg day, whether you have cardio, whether you're just in the mood to just go out there and beast out a session. So we're talking about that in the health and fitness segment today. I'm really interested to see your thoughts. And actually what I want you to do is share your playlists with me. Tag me. Tag Pulse95 Radio. And we'll see what kind of music you guys are dealing with. You know, I don't know. I might be inspired by it. That's one thing. UFC 267 is back in the UAE. We are getting sport for action. And what sort of athlete would you like to see come to the UAE on the fight card? Who are you looking forward to most? Let me know. And we've also got a roundup of all the latest action in the sports world on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse95. Let's go, people. This is the Halftime Show. With Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that fucking goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Abdurri. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international and local. You know, one of the most important parts of this game, and I say this game, when it comes down to health and fitness is music. And obviously part of the show, and as Omnia was very nice to say, you know, the Halftime Show has some awesome music, and that's thanks to Sama and the team behind uh, the scenes. It, 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 music is important. Music is energy. Movement is medicine. You put those two together, and when you're moving with medicine and energy, then you pretty much have a good formula right there. But my question to you is how important does a good playlist affect your energy when it comes down to health and fitness? And I posted this on my Instagram, had some really good questions, uh, really good answers, by the way, to that question. And people were really trying to, I think the majority, I'd say about 80% said it was crucial, very, very important. And it also depends on the type of training you do. But do you have a specific playlist that you play? And how often do you update it? And so I challenge you to send me or share your playlist with me on Instagram at Omar Duri, tag Pulse95 Radio. I want to see what you're kind of working with when it comes down to the music, because music is a big part of health, of fitness, of movement, you know? And so I'm putting that challenge out there. I want you guys to let me know. Um, drop me one playlist, let's say 10 to 15 tracks. I know Mustafa, you said that your playlist is obviously my show, which is fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. So now the pressure is even higher for me to make sure those tunes are good for your workout session. Um, but does your playlist determine what workout you're doing? 
And I say that because some people like a bit more uh, up tempo. I know Layla has the you know the music. I've heard about that Layla and Maria just jumped in the room as well and she's saying Layla's playlist do. <laughs> so that's one thing. But music does play a big a big part. So I'm asking you to share it with me at Omar Duri and at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram. And let's see what you're working with. 10 to 15 tracks. Um, you can even tell me if it's if it's a specific workout. If you box, if you do yoga, if you do sprints, if you do high interval training, if you do uh, strength training, whatever it is you're doing, share that with me and, uh, and I'll have a look. Because I've always said that sometimes you walk into a place and the music will keep you in there. That could be just a retail spot or it could be a place that has, you know, um, a training facility or something. And you come in and you think, okay, I like this music. And it's never hard, never easy to please everyone. So everyone has their own taste and their own flavor. But I kind of look at that and I think, if my playlist is not on point and I'm training on my own, then, then it's going to be tough. So that's one. Two, if I am going into a facility or a gym, I don't have control over that playlist. So I'm hoping, I'm praying that it will be a good playlist because when you're getting to like the seventh or eighth or even ninth round and you're tired you kind of need that pick me up so that's the segment today on health and fitness and i and i'm really interested to see what kind of um playlists you guys are are, play, are messing with because uh i got my boy derek in london who's normally tuned in and he's he actually used to dj while he spins that's how that's how good he is um so sometimes he sends me his tracks and i listen to them some people like running as well it depends uh masoud saying i don't have the music but i have something you would like to see it it boosts my limits and of course being better that's what i personally felt excellent masoud i like that maria i pick a gym or class based on the music they play you see that's what i'm talking about genuinely speaking People do base their workouts around the energy and the music that's being played at that spot. So if, you've, if you're if going to, uh, let's say, uh, a hit session, you don't really want to have something that is lower on beat and something that won't be able to kind of get you through the fast pace or fast intervals that you're doing. If you're doing something a bit more slower, like strength training, you might have something along the lines of, you know, the pump music that you call it but not you know not too fast and not too slow something to kind of get you through it if you're doing spinning for example on the sprints you might go up in pace and and the sound will be a lot faster but then if you're doing climbs it might go lower maybe some lincoln park i used to do it back in the day and and a lot of people kind of enjoy it so yeah let me know text me on 4215 at the salat or do or start up into my dms at omar duri and i'll mention it actually on the break and i will repost it uh on my page as well just to kind of just trying to see what you guys are working with all right let me know what's up i'll be right back here's uh some uh, what we got now actually we've got the adan coming up yeah we've got the adan coming up so what i will say actually is we've got a couple of interviews by the way um very very soon and what i want you to do is head over to the pulse 95 radio youtube channel and check them out there was one recently with uh, sheikh Tariq al-khasimi which was really interesting uh to get his his uh, mindset on competing but not using his name to do so I thought that was fascinating and also changing his name when he competes abroad so that it wouldn't be a big deal I thought that was very very humbling and uh, and nice to see that he's a black belt and yet he's very chilled very calm that was pretty cool but there's a lot of other really cool um, guests on there and also we've got some boxers coming on the show next week that's a little secret for me to you a little exclusive drop there 
Uh, we're going to take a break for the Adhan and we'll be right back after this. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire that was a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we are back and we are live on Pulse95 Radio with Omar Alduri, your boy on the Halftime Show. Okay, so the first segment, we tackled straight into it. We were talking about how music can affect your energy when it comes down to health and fitness. On the second segment, now the UFC 267 is coming over to the UAE, and obviously, you know, we talked about mixed martial arts being huge here. And uh, and these guys are now, you know, full celebrities. They used to be just fighters, and now, the, you know, everyone knows the profiles. There's all these episodes, like, embedded and, and all these things that they release on YouTube to, to show you how the fighters get prepared, which is very, very interesting. Um... The, the person that I think people are very intrigued by is Hamzat Chemaev. If you don't know the name, uh, you know, you, you will definitely, definitely hear a lot about this guy. This guy came on the scene in UFC and absolutely started taking all these fights from everywhere and really, really like producing these knockout victories, submission victories. He was very, very good. Then all of a sudden he got very, very sick and had to pull out of the UFC. People also thought that he might retire. Well, he's back now and he's back in the UAE, you know, with a record of 70... Uh, ooh, where's that? I just lost that record. That's <laughs> so you know it's live. With a record of 9-0, and um, he's undefeated so far. His country's Chechnya and he's six foot two at the moment. He's going to be fighting Li Jinglang uh, in, in what is going to be a very, very close matchup. I think with these guys, especially with Hamzat, you, you know that he has this aura you know there's the superstar aura about him and normally <laughs> you speak to him and he's just like i'm going to smash him <laughs> it's very you know um it's very habib like you know when you hear stuff like that and i uh I, i'm i'm thinking that we have a superstar you know on the cards here and the fact that he's coming to the uae his fan base is going to be off the chain when he gets here so that's going to be interesting to see, you know, what happens with him. And also, you've got um, the big the big boys that come into the league, you know. Uh, Jan Blakovic against uh, Glover Teixeira. That's going to be big. Peter Jan versus Corey Sandhagen. Um, especially that Peter Jan was supposed to fight um, Aljamain Sterling. But then obviously that didn't work. And because of the qualification of uh, illegally hitting him while he had one knee down, that had a bit of sour. Peter Jan was absolutely demolishing uh, demolishing uh, Sterling in that fight but he's back now he's the number one contender and even though his last fight by record was a loss I mean he's he's an animal so I'm looking forward to seeing that you've got a lot of other people you've got Amanda Ribas versus Verna um, Jandaroba and I, I was talking to a few fighters today uh, you might see the show next week uh, a, a few professional fighters today female fighters and I was I asked them the question of why don't we have as many female fighter main cards in boxing as we do in UFC and and the responses were very interesting but along the lines of the marketing the promotion the opportunity was something that uh, these two professional fighters were, were talking about um, very very interesting uh, characters that fought each other and I managed to get them both in the ring 
for an interview. So we're going to be uh, hopefully, hopefully um, showing you that interview probably next week. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, Sergei saying heavyweight title fight should be good. I think so too, you know. I think, um, you know, I think with John Jones not stepping out or stepping away, but uh, being distant and, you know, sorting himself out, I think that's been... Uh, good for the other fighters now of course the the John Jones fans are hardcore and they're going to want to see him you know uh, back in, in the octagon but with that they've capitalized on it you know especially you know when you look at uh, Blachowicz who even with Israel Desanya stepping up in weight couldn't do that that was a different level um, in terms of weight and we've seen how much weight can play a part in uh, the heavyweights like I'm talking about using uh, their weight to their advantage managing the fight whether it's grappling, whether it's wrestling, whether it's even striking, you see, you know, you see the different levels. The fact that UFC is coming to to Abu Dhabi and it's coming to the UAE is huge because they kind of set the tone post COVID by bringing, you know, having a, a fight island, you know, uh, ready, being able to to showcase all the best fighters in the world. Now it's almost become normal to host over there, which is which is amazing. Really, really good to see that. Um, who else do we have here? We've got uh, Islam uh, Makachev against Dan Hooker. That should be a very, very good fight. Dan Hooker spent quite a bit of time in the UAE. And Islam Makachev and, and a lot of uh, Habib's crew have, you know, been glowing in, in reference for this guy. And I think he is... A, he, I don't want to say he's a future star because he's a star already. But he's someone that they think can get to Habib levels. That's a big statement in itself. So I'm looking forward to see how Dan Hooker... Um, deals with you know the the, the skill but also uh, the intelligence of Islam Makachev okay right uh, we said we asked you to send your playlist in I haven't got one yet but someone just said to me now they're going to be sending it through so make sure you keep sending them in tag me tag Pulse95 Radio on Instagram and we'll be right back and hopefully we can actually read some of these tracks out I know Mikey's track is uh, Maniac we've, we've, that's right and I got the video right yeah yeah, kind of. Okay. <laughs> we're going to take a break and we'll be right back after this. Enjoy, folks. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Paduri on Oh, he loves the fire that was a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. We are back and we are live on Pulse95 Radio. Shout out to everyone who is tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. We've been chilling at home watching us live on YouTube, right? United fans. United fans have been quiet, you know. Armda's gone missing. Spicy's gone missing. To be fair, Florin's been there. Florin's been talking to me a lot about Manchester United. And you know, we mentioned them on the show quite a bit. What's up, Sam? I like the team you support, Sam. You're a good guy. Um, but with everything that's happening, you know, who would want to be a coach right now? Um, <laughs> with everything that's happening at the moment, now, everyone's calling uh, Ole Solskjaer to get out. And and uh, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, Sir Alex Ferguson going down to the training ground. You know, I'll tell you one thing. That's probably one of the problems there. The fact that Sir Alex Ferguson, who is retired and used to be and is a legend, one of the greatest ever to manage and coach is coming down to the training ground still and having an influence on what's happening we've got to be very very careful with things like that you know what i want you to do 
is not think of it as a fan now and put yourself in the position of whoever's coaching Manchester United. Now you're coaching and a legend comes in to visit the training ground. Why does he need to be there? That's the first thing. I I don't know why. I, I'm just not 100%. You know, I'm just, there's this uneasiness about him being there. Now he is a legend. Don't get me wrong. Fantastic, fantastic coach who is retired. Why is he still there? And the other day when Liverpool obviously, you know, beat Manchester United, the cameras kept going to Ferguson. In fact, I saw the, the cameras go to Ferguson quite a few times, almost as many times as the actual Manchester United manager. So I'm, I'm really, there's something that's, that's just not sitting down well with me on that one. And, uh, and I've got some United fans here who are, um, who I've asked, who would you have in there? And uh, Rashid is saying Zidane, Ramda is saying, nope, not Zizou. Sam is saying, big up Arsenal. It's always a good thing. Uh, <laughs> Ramda is saying Conte and, uh, and they like that. Omar, who would you, uh, who would suit United, Zidane or Conte with the current squad? Brendan Rodgers. That's who I think would suit um, United long term. Uh, Conte will be fantastic. He, he's, a, he's one of my favorites. I actually wanted Conte to manage um, Arsenal. Uh, Zidane is, is my favorite footballer of all time. So I'm always going to be biased towards him. But, you know, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think if Brendan Rodgers goes in there, think of who he's going to bring in with him regarding recruitment, regarding staff, scouting system, coaches. Um, look at the ability to coach players as well as develop them. Yes, at United, you've got players who are pretty much the finished article, but it doesn't mean they shouldn't be coached. So I think I think Brendan Rodgers would be... would be That would be worrying. Um, and then I would say Conte. I think Conte is for the league he's won the league before there he's done it with um you know with players that he he can motivate maneuver switch up their positions i think that's going to be you know very very key for him i would be worried if conte does go as well i have to say you know right now i think ollie's walking a you know a very very tight rope and so i'm not sure how that's going to pan out but hey you guys let me know text me on 4215 at the or do or slide up into my dms um we've got another comment in here from dino united have big individuals on the pitch and looks like big characters in the rest of the club um yeah, they do and but listen when you're at the highest level do you have any sympathy for 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 the people that are there you know you we we have to also gauge in mind that these footballers are superstars and superstars that are there to win, win the major trophies. The fact that they're there right now and they're not winning and they haven't won in three years, that tells you that coming close, people forget about it. One minute, you saw memes of uh, Rio Ferdinand saying, Oli's at the wheel. One minute, Paul Scholes is coming out publicly and saying that, you know, United are going to get bounced by Liverpool, you know, by half time. I agree with Safe that you know there's no cohesion. Do they even need Ronaldo? Again, that, that's a that's a brand exercise. I mean, Ronaldo is one of the greatest of all time, um, granted, but it's it's a brand exercise. And now you can't press in a system. Sorry, I'm gonna just a little bit of coaching talk. You can't press in a system if the head of the press is not going to generate the press. And therefore, if he does go, which is not something that he should be doing 
often because you can utilize his game in a different way then the rest of the players have to go with him as well and that means the closest player to him has to close down the closest opponent and so on and so on and if the ball shifts to the left side they have to gradually shift over trying to keep that compact side where they can win the ball higher up so you know there there are different things that's why people like Pochettino would have been great for Manchester United and and that's where that opportunity is gone people were, were laughing at Ten Hag of Ajax I think he's a great coach but I, I would love to see him at Newcastle now obviously you're going to say come on United are a bigger club yes they are but I think the Newcastle project would suit him more um, it looks like they need a new approach but they're not being coached to press together they make mistakes all over Yes, Dino, they do make mistakes all over. But you see, it's very easy for us from the outside to kind of see that. But from the inside, when you have all these attacking players and, and you wonder, you know, all the wages that's been spent on these players, people like Jaden Sancho sitting on the bench, it's it's very, very tricky. Do they have the right defensive uh, unit in two centre-backs and then the two players ahead of them? It's it's very, very difficult, you know, very, very difficult. Um Rashid is saying what about Sancho did United need a right winger over a CDM this uh, this segment is turning out to be about Man United uh, <laughs> again when you have Greenwood why bring Sancho when you have Greenwood and Sancho why bring Ronaldo so the puzzle keeps going on and I think that's where we have to you have to think about when people say oh they're not spending money well United have spent money and yet they're still looking for another player and someone like Declan Rice Wilfred Basuma Idrissa Gay, those players would really be worth investing in to be able to allow the other players to play. So nowadays in the modern game, a lot of people are just looking at the forwards, but it's much more than that. Fred and Bruno cannot be the only players chasing down the ball. I agree. I agree. Okay, folks, we're going to have <laughs> take a quick break um, and we'll be right back. But keep those comments coming in. I love it. Love the interaction in there. We're going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. Here's some loyal party next door. Here we go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Oh, he loves the fire and What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Dury. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international, and local. Um, okay, right. So, a couple of questions coming in. Uh, someone said, share the reset playlist. I will. I will. That was a good playlist, actually. Um, it's always being updated. So there's about 50 tracks on there. But I think I might do that. Let's see what you guys come up with first, and then I'll share. I'll share with you my playlist for health and fitness. Okay. If you were manager of Man United, what would you change? Oof. The philosophy for one, and I would not be bringing back Sir Alex Ferguson. As much as people say, you know, um, those were the winning days, times have changed now. And I think even people like David Moyes, who didn't get a fair chance, that's it's just not nice, man. It's the same thing like Arsenal, people saying bring back Arsene Wenger to be a director so he can kind of shift. Those times have evolved and, and the times have changed. And sometimes when you're out of football, you can see things differently to when you're in the inside. On the inside, everyone has an opinion of what you do externally. Everyone's talking about what you're doing wrong. But when you're actually seeing things every single day on training pitch, I think that's going to be di- very different. I think the philosophy will be changed. I think if they tried to say it's going to be a project and they gave him three years 
three to five years is normally something that is in modern day management is normally long term because coaches don't last that long these days. So three to five years is a long time. So that's the first part I would say. The second part I would say is if you have to keep rotating, rotate your backroom staff in terms of the coaching um, every couple of years to be able to get fresh ideas. That's what Alex Ferguson actually did well. He, he, he brought in people like Carlos Quiros and, and, you know, top people that could could coach and could manage, but had their own opinion. And that would help what he was doing. I think right now bringing, you know, again, with all due respect to those people that are there, you know, your 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 Carricks and your Quinton Fortunes and, and and Nicky Butt and those guys, those guys are fantastic. But but if you put those names next to people like Roy Keane, Mark Hughes, even you might laugh at this, but even Steve Bruce, those type of characters who have won everything and are leaders can only be something that would probably light up the dressing room, especially on dark days. When days that you lose, the coach is very, very lonely, is in a very, very dark place. The coach is there to be able to assess where he went wrong first and how he could bring the best out of his players. I'm speaking from experience on this one. So in 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 the eyes of, of what's happening, the fans are demanding. The owners have been criticized left, right and center despite investing in the club. And they should take a good look at their counterparts like your Manchester City's, your Chelsea's, your Liverpool's, your Arsenal's, especially Liverpool and Arsenal who haven't invested like Manchester United and say, you know what? The owners have done their part. So now who's responsible? Is it a director of football? Is it someone who is the manager or coach? Is it the players you, something else that uh, I was uh, asked during the break is, you know, are any of the players playing for their badge? Well, you got to ask yourself if, let's say, now Oli goes out or they kick him out or whatever, and then, they, and then United win the next game, everyone's going to be like, amazing. But it's not amazing. That means the players were down tooling their tools and, they, and they, they weren't performing to the highest level. So at what point do we take responsibility, accountability for our own actions before we start looking at other people? So there are so many factors there, I have to say, that are very, very key to, ra- rather than this whole society of criticizing everyone, even the pundits are getting criticized. Like even Gary Neville's getting criticized. That like People are saying he's lost his mind there's a lot of passion in sport there's a lot of passion in the game and people are going to always have their opinions even if they don't know what's happening on the inside so I would probably say in terms of what you were saying what is missing an identity you know what are United doing are they a defensive team are they a counter-attacking team are they a pressing team are they a team that sits you know low block What what is it that they're doing and then find out that you know what if they're not expected to win anything this year then don't have that high expectations. Don't bring in Cristiano Ronaldo. Don't do those things because let's face it, if Alex Ferguson was there, do you think Cristiano Ronaldo would be allowed to come back into the club? And people might say, of course he is because Sir Alex and Cristiano have a great relationship. Relationship, not a business relationship. You have to understand that if there's a certain style of play, it might not suit those people. So I think that's regarding your question, um, Rashid. With all the factors, it's not easy. It's very, very difficult. I don't know how long 
this will go on for. But hey, I guess you're going to hear it here on the Halftime Show, especially if you ask those kind of questions. Right, we have reached full time on the Halftime Show. Coming up next is the Afternoon Karak with Mikhail Ate and Aisha Mazmi, I think. And uh, <laughs> we'll, be, uh, we'll be back here on Saturday, same time, same place. On the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. Have a blessed day, folks. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m. 